You're listening to Sarah Hagen backstage with interviews and insights from years inside the music industry. Join Sarah as she talks with masters of their crafts, finding out what makes them tick both inside and outside of the music business. Welcome to Sarah Hagen backstage. My guest today, Marco Miniman, is a really great friend of mine. Marco is an amazing drummer's drummer who is known for his incredible limb independence. Marco is also a multi-instrumentalist and composer, and his work with acts such as The Aristocrats and Mixtein Miniman is highly revered. I'm going to talk to Marco about all of these things, plus the new perspective he has gained during the pandemic, and he will give some great advice to future generations. So come along with me as I catch up with Marco Miniman. Marco, welcome to the podcast. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing great. Just uh, getting my uh, uh, breakfast, water, and uh, <laughs> getting ready for the day and looking forward to our little chat, you know, because, you know, it has been so many years since we've hung and, uh, yeah, it's actually awesome to, to see you again. <laughs> yes, it's so good to see you. And I know it's been way, way too long since we've seen each other in person. Yeah, um, yeah. And you know, this is kind of the way people see each other now. So it's good to at least see you, <laughs> see your face over video yeah. and get a chance to catch up. Uh, yeah, likewise, likewise. Really, really good to see that you're in shape and doing well and everything. I and I really enjoy that I'm seeing like that you're doing a lot of interactions like drum wise and kind of having cool interviews and podcasts out. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you so, so yeah. much. And, and likewise, I see your cool space behind you with your with your uh, your drums and everything, and um, so is this where you have been through the pandemic and everything? Um, yeah, well, I have downstairs is the big recording room. I have like you know my my acoustic drums there. Here <laughs> I do more like you know guitars and vocals and stuff, and I do have some electronic drums for effects or so like that. But the big studio is actually downstairs. Here is the one though where I where I am actually a lot because well you can't see it right now because it's exactly behind aligned with the computer that's all yeah. my, my my gear and um and my songwriting station so to speak so yeah i've been here a lot during the pandemic you know doing music you know and uh mm -hmm. so yeah yes <laughs> to answer your question <laughs> yeah that's that's great and so you kind of have what you need at home and were you able to just continue on doing your you know studio home studio work through very much the yeah. thing is, I was, uh, <laughs> strangely enough, enjoying my time off the road a lot because I sometimes toured like 11 months out of the year, you know, and then all of a sudden that stopped for a while. But see, the thing was like when I was on the road and I came back home, I started doing studio productions here, you know, and now that became the main thing for a while, at least, you know, until next year, until everything really picks up again. And uh, so, yeah, I actually enjoyed it. It's, it was kind of strange. It was one of the happiest times in my life, I have to say, not being on the road all the time and just kind of enjoying, you know, doing stuff with my house and kind of, you know, also getting more, uh, refining my studio a little bit, you know, with the equipment and kind of doing stuff. It was great. I, I, I And I just, I just enjoy working that, you know me, I'm a prolific person, you know, I write a lot of music and, and mm -hmm. you know. I, so it was kind of really strange like um two weeks ago i had my first official shows again to, together with mohini day she's a great bass player from india and uh so we rehearsed the material thoroughly there was like no distraction we really came to the shows over rehearsed which is great that's a word you don't hear that often usually because right. it does things and it felt so good you know just to go on stage and be completely locked and just like in ease with it. And also since um, I never stopped playing during the pandemic, you know, I kind of always did studio jobs and all this kind of stuff. I was actually in shape, you know, I was, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't need to get any chops back or stamina or something. I was like, right. that's another thing because I picked up cycling, bicycling. So I kind of, which I did years ago, but then during touring, I kind of ne neglected that whole kind of uh, thing. And now I start like every day, you know, already for half a year, like doing bicycle tours and then getting into music. So I love that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that does sound pretty fantastic. And it sounds 
It sounds healthy. It sounds like a healthy lifestyle. And well, yeah, apart from some whiskey that I drink on and off, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know that could be healthy too. So <laughs> for the mental health, yeah. Right for the mental health, but I I really like it keeps coming up in these conversations and off off the podcast as well. But that someone like you who has been touring so much and kind of like on the road constantly to be home for a minute gives a whole new perspective and a whole new idea of what like the balance in life means to you. I really agree. And I'm sure you experience it as well. You know, obviously, you know, you've been on the road and doing stuff. So things, yeah, it's, it's good yeah. to sometimes kind of stop and uh, press a reset button and look inside of yourself and kind of see what, you know, where you're at. Yes. Cool. Absolutely. I, I found that I actually didn't have a work-life balance. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, and, and so it was just kind of like, go, go, go yeah. in many directions at once all the time. And this, yeah. this time period has definitely kind of like recentered me yeah. and, and given me a chance as well to figure out where I want to spend my time. Yeah. What I want to be doing focusing, um, you know, that kind of thing. And, and also on health too. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so important because when you're constantly going and you're just not paying attention That's right. to that. Um, yeah. so yeah, that's so great. I'm really happy for you in that aspect aspect. Oh, well, likewise for you, you, you seem happy and great and I love what you do. You know, it's fantastic. Thank you so, so much, so much. Mm -hmm. Um, and I kind of want to like go back in time a little bit to like baby Marco, um, <laughs> Or not quite, but toddler Marco. But you yeah. started playing music really young. And I read that you started. I did not know this, that you started on organ. Yeah, that's true. That's incredible. And and do you still, I mean, I know you write music and, and everything, but is that something that you kept up with through your delving into drums and guitar and all of that? Yeah, you know, I still have, you know, my keyboards here set up and all those kind of things, you know, to, to write. So... I never gave up any of the instruments that I learned and um, I use them as a, you know, composing tool or, you know, for studio sessions, you know, mainly, but the drums became like, you know, then the most virtuous uh, instrument, I would kind of say, that's the one where I can just express myself completely freely and, uh, and the keyboard parts or guitars, you know, I use mainly really as a studio kind of thing, you know, I'm pretty good though. So <laughs> I keep, I keep the, I keep the, uh, the chops up and everything. And I uh, love playing all these instruments, you know. But, yeah, I started when I was, like, five years old, pretty much. And I have to thank my parents, you know. They're they're always very supportive still to this day, you know, with the, the, my musical adventures. And um, they were pretty much the ones getting me into music. And, mm -hmm. uh, and so before I kind of picked up drums, because I remember, like, my father had... Uh, this uh, colleague at his workplace who was, uh, who was a hobby musician or he had like a covers band or something. And, uh, and we went to his studio um, where they rehearse and I kind of picked up the drum sets and I was like, just literally, yeah, five years old or something and sat behind the drums. My foot almost would barely reach the pedal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I lowered the chair and I joined in with the guitar player and I instantly felt the groove. I knew how to, support the group it felt natural much to the surprise of the people there they were looking at me and going like the guitar player was like what the hell he, the, he has like this natural groove thing because that was yeah it has to feel like this and so they gave me a snare drum and uh and then you know encouraged me to kind of pick up drums but what my father did and that was actually a really really cool move at the end he said like look you know he's like five years old i would like him to learn about like harmony and music theory and so <laughs> you know uh got me like an organ like with two manuals and foot bass i guess that's also you know where part of my independence approach really comes from you know yes. doing that and then bringing it later on to the drums so but yeah. that, those were my first baby steps so to speak into music yeah <laughs> I, I love that and that's exactly what i was thinking about too with the organ um my grandfather played organ so that was really the first oh. instrument that i yeah. experienced as a child and it always fascinated me yeah um how much independence it took to yeah. to play that instrument and then it made when i read that about you i was like oh my uh, gosh that makes so much sense yeah funny right you know how, they, how these things kind of come about but that it totally made also sense in reverse you know to my approach on the drums you know to play like you know parallels between hi-hats and then doing other things with hands because i always had that in 
kept that in my mind to go like, hang on, the drums are not just like an instrument just to bash on and kind of keep the beat. Yeah, you should obviously keep the beat, but, you know, but then also explore, you know, and do stuff, you know. So I guess it was that came originally exactly from, yeah, that experience as an organist. Absolutely. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it, it just it makes a ton of a ton of sense though and i i have to say the first time i saw you play a clinic live was that clinic tour we went on together after PASIC, awesome. right it was PASIC yeah. performance and then we went and did a bunch of stops on a clinic tour which was so much fun that was so um, much fun yeah oh my it god was, yeah. that was a blast yeah. except for the um tornado warning that we I had was, right i was just about <laughs> to say that was a little bit disturbing wasn't it you know it was that uh, you know we okay where, where i live there there aren't you know we, we've had a few tornadoes actually but um mm. it's not an area where it's common and so we were like okay <laughs> I know, right? You know, and here in California, well, you get earthquakes, you know, on and off. But tornado, there is something about tornadoes. Um, well, that topic is kind of up to date now, isn't it? Right. A few days ago, there was like, you know, this horrible tornado. Uh, what is it? Like a assortment of tornadoes that kind of, you know, ran through the Midwest or something awful. Right. But yeah, so that is kind of, I think, of all the natural disasters, probably my least favorite one you know it's because yes. you know, once that thing hit you i mean earthquake you can maybe go outside or you know or with a hurricane you get like a warning before and you can kind of move somewhere it's yeah. enabled you don't know where it kind of goes you know and right you right exactly in the way then that was that you know it's so 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 scary and i i just remember because we were in a hotel that's right. And I remember thinking, like, what do you do in a hotel when there's a tornado? You know, like, oh. <laughs> what are the safety precautions that you take? Yeah, um, tornado but... shelter somewhere. I don't know, you know, but uh, it was creepy, yeah, to kind of go like, hmm, okay. <laughs> right. Yes. Well, we're yeah, we're like open here, and we'll just have to find out what happens. That's that's okay. how it felt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we did have a great time and oh, i awesome. i was just going to say like the watching you play every day and oh. watching your limb independence and all of the fantastic things that you did i was blown away oh. and i i don't know if like when i came out of that clinic tour i felt like um like I still couldn't do any of those things. However, it was, <laughs> it was just amazing to see and i think um, if, if no one, if anyone watching hasn't seen some of those clinics or hasn't attended or anything, there's some footage, I'll have to uh, put some links because it's just, it's just incredible to watch you do what you do best. And uh, yeah. Thank you kindly for your sweet words. Uh, but you, you still play, right? You play drums, right? You yes. Well, in this new, in this new studio space that I'm in, I yeah. have space finally for some drums and and enough and enough soundproofing. So, <laughs> oh my gosh! So we can next yeah. time we do like an online session, we kind of jam together. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that would yeah. be so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'll just keep I'll just keep the beat, and you do all your limb independence. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but but I am super excited because I haven't had drums set up in this house um, since I moved here. So this is this is going to be super exciting. For me personally, um, sure. I haven't been able to just really regularly play since I was at Zildjian before the quarantine, where we had many drum kits set up and all the symbols you could. You so could you really could just go from. there and kind of just 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 jam whenever you want to, right? For sure, yeah. So I didn't really need anything set up at my house. I got all my my playing in that I wanted to during the day, and um, but now I'm really really excited about it. So Excellent. I'll send you some pictures as soon as it's oh, done. Please do, please do. I'm curious. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So we, we talked about like your start in, in the instruments that you chose, but one thing I think is fascinating about you and it kind of comes up when drummers also are guitar players and you're a fantastic guitar player. Um, but you end up playing yeah. like your gigs that you play. You're always playing with the most amazing guitar players. Oh yeah, that's true. It's kind of strange, right? You know how that sort of, you know, came about but yeah yeah and especially the guitar player for my band and dear friend Guthrie Guthrie Gordon he's a fantastic guitarist and we always have like you know geek outs about guitars and sometimes jam together and do all of that but um 
it's kind of strange how that works. You know, it's like the music industry seems to be that big, but it's actually really kind of small as well. You run into the same people and, you know, play with the same guys together. I guess it's like really the connection. You know what we also have, just like, you know, meeting with good human beings and having fun. You know, I like that, you know. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, but, when, you, when you have a, a connection with someone, I think it's uh, it's always easy to get back together and collaborate, you know, no matter how many years go by, that's always right. someone that, you know, you can pick up the phone, you yeah. have a connection with. Um, and, yeah. yeah. And I think that's one thing, like, like you just said, the industry is, it actually is so small. Like, yeah. you know, I, you're only kind of like one degree away from anybody else at any time, I feel like, right. In any, anywhere in the world really too, you know, because that's actually the cool thing that stuff like what we do here right now, uh, enables us to do like collaborating with people who are sitting in India, like my dear friend Mohini Day. You know, she's mm -hmm. a great bass player, and we collaborate a lot. Well, now she's here, you know, so we kind of you know play a few shows and uh, do productions together, you know. But but in general, you know, and being at home and doing studio work, a lot comes you know from overseas, comes from completely different countries. I just did a production literally two days ago with Reine Stolt from Transatlantic, who's in Sweden. Uh, and we also have this band called The Sea Within together. And then an accordion player from Eastern Europe who, who plays like proc music on an, on, on an accordion and sends it through, you know, uh, distortion things and sorts of effects. He can make that thing sound uh, literally like a church organ or he can make it sound look just uh, like a regular folk uh, accordion. Wow. And so to, being, to be able to work with so many uh, diverse you know, and a stylistic, you know, uh, let's say the cultures and, and people, you know, together with the styles is mm -hmm. actually quite gratifying, I have to say, you know. Yes, that that is amazing. And it yeah. I think that's one thing that um, the quarantine did make possible is that yeah. that connection that even though it wasn't in person, it actually became a little bit easier to connect with people who were countries away. You yeah. Know? oceans away like it actually became an easier um an easier time connecting even if it yeah. isn't in person but um but i know i miss i miss travel i feel like um you know you living in the u.s yeah. probably have a completely different perspective on travel and like the 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 way that it opens the world yeah. when you go somewhere and you come home and i always say that it changes you in some way, no matter where, where you go or what you do, travel changes you as a person. Like you can't come home and be exactly the same person as yeah. before you went to Japan for the first time or before you went to Germany for the first time and, or, or whatever time it is, you always, you always come back with something. Oh yeah. I fully agree. And you travel a lot, right? You know, that's the thing. So, uh, and that's kind of, you know, the part just being, you get like so much more open-minded and and um and also just open you know to different cultures and also like rules and how you know people work in japan for example you know yeah. how polite everyone is and stuff like that and it's it's kind of funny how you know i would just just, just describe that i think who, who asked me that recently which would be my favorite place to play it or how would kind of um audiences differ and i always kind of explain about like look you have like maybe the two extremes if I would pick some it's like if you go let's say to Latin America and you're in Argentina or Brazil or Chile where people just kind of take their shirts off it if it was like a soccer game and kind of you know want to exchange shirts with with you or something <laughs> and they and they want to give you a hug and go like oh my god awesome they celebrate yes. it. they celebrate it like a sports event almost and then you go to Japan and it's exactly the opposite the same appreciation for music but culturally very different Everybody yeah. bows, you know, shaking hands is not really a thing there and all this kind of stuff. Everybody is super polite and kind mm -hmm. of shy to ask or like just polite. And I love these two extremes that you kind of go through when you're a musician. And at the end of the day, we're all doing the same and then have a good time together and have a few drinks or whatnot or enjoy music together. And that's, mm -hmm. that's the kind of thing. But you get like way more open minded, you know, I guess, you know, through traveling. And yeah. can you believe some people have never left the country, you know? Yeah, and I mean, I, I definitely um, I definitely feel like even even if it's just experiencing a different state, yeah. 
you know, if, if you're not able to, to leave the country, but it just experiencing other people, I think is really important. And we oh. know in the United States, every state is different people, oh, yeah. you know, so it's, it's vast as far as yeah. the people that you encounter and the culture that you encounter and the traditions that you encounter. And I, I feel like there's just something really incredibly valuable about like experiencing and yeah. getting a greater understanding, or at least a greater view of, of other yeah. people and how, and how they live. And I love that description, the difference between um, traditions and the way that people react to music yeah. in, in different areas. And I know that you in particular have a lot of really, really serious fans around the world, serious Marco Miniman fans. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good thing to have like, you know, a following, you know, that people, it's, it's, it's a strange thing how that develops, you know, because you don't know that it's developing because I never planned it. You know, it was like the thing you know, I, all, I always just did what I loved doing and I, without a compromise, pretty much. Like rarely, I mean, yeah, on and off. I, I have a few productions also that I was part of or tours where I thought like I could have skipped that. But mm -hmm. but most of the time, I really kind of just am pretty truthful to my style of music and writing because that brings me really joy and happiness. And, um, and, and I guess that really speaks to the people. And when you feel that way, then I guess you're a magnet to attract the people who then stick with you. They know that you're real, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but they also get like, you know, yeah, you get like, you know, the, you know, it's, it's scary. The more, uh, the longer you're in business, you know, you experience kind of, you know, weird things. People get like totally fan, fan like, and kind of, you get like, you know, some creepy stuff. You get like, you know, some really cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but, but people pay so much attention to detail, which is, uh, which is great. And I love playing rather in front of an audience who knows exactly what you're doing, you know, and goes like, look, okay, wow, that was a 1716th and this works like this and this. <laughs> I'd rather play in front of exactly these people, you know, than kind of uh, playing for like a pop artist, you know, where you, uh, yeah, you know, who attracts maybe 40,000 people, you know, but nobody gives really a shit about what, who the drummer is, you know, but you're in it. You know what I mean? You know, right, right. I'm, yeah. pre I'm pretty positive though, that whoever you're playing for, you'll be recognized who you know who you are it's never going to be like oh i don't know who who's playing with so and so it's yeah, yeah. that's marco but at some point you kind of you know think i remember like uh maybe when i was like you know 18 years old or in my 20s or something like that you know then you hop on on every kind of tour and kind of still develop your reputation and stuff like that but at some point it there was like this really this calling where I was like, hang on, what am I actually doing? I'm happy in life. You know, I, I, you ha I have my following and fo followers and you can just basically now do what you want. You know, you, people will, you know, uh, uh, search for it and kind of, you know, come to your shows. And I guess, you know, that's kind of the biggest feeling. It's bigger than than anything else, you know, like, you know, to feature what you do best and kind of, you know, without any compromise. It's such a gratifying um uh, feeling to go with out with the aristocrats for example you know and you have like you know us just having fun you know and attracting mm -hmm. the people who want to have share this share the joy and love you know with it you know that, that's important i think you know yeah i think that's that's hugely important and you know to to have to be able to put uh, put your particular uh creativity out there and yeah. have it appreciated yeah is, that's just that's just like the ultimate goal, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and seeing this is why we're talking here because we know each other for already for such a long time. Yeah, you know? and yes. we still laugh about the same stupid jokes and and and, <laughs> and share those cool those cool life stories. That's wonderful, you know. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, and you know, you have throughout the years, you've in all of these gigs that you've played and all and all of the musicians that you you've played with, um, keeping true to yourself. Have you still had any of those moments where you just think, I can't believe that this is my life? Or you look around and, you know, are just incredulous that, that this is what you're doing? Yeah, well, you know, it's it becomes so embedded into your everyday life, you know, that you don't really think about, you know, uh, I don't wake up every every morning and think about like, oh my God, I'm this guy now and blah, blah, blah. I have to <laughs> deliver something. I just naturally let it happen, you know? Yeah. And so I rarely kind of think about it. And plus on the, at the end of the day, you know, who am I anyways? It's like one of those things. It's, you know, I sometimes wonder about how, how, it, how it would be if you're like, let's say, 
somebody who, who would be recognized everywhere on the street or something like that like right. you know, huge you know actor or pop star who can't go anywhere you know i sometimes get recognized maybe you know at a restaurant or you know <laughs> or at a music store or you know some other places but overall it's like really almost like a family like the followers and myself or something we're like there's like natural you know uh, correspondence and stuff going and i love that so um yeah yeah but you know to re to your question no you know i just i just really maybe that was also one of the reasons why i kind of moved pretty much you know more to the countryside i don't live in la or san diego i live here in lake elsinore because mm -hmm. there's something about it i have the lake here in front of me and it is like you know uh I, I like the reclusiveness of it you know i don't like the big city buzz you know but you know uh, san diego and los angeles are just about like 55 minutes away or like mm -hmm. pretty much and so I can go there anytime I want to. But at the end of the day, I just love being here in nature, doing my bicycle tours and, yes. <laughs> and, just, and just writing, you know, whenever. It, it's sort of your mind is free that way, I think, you know, with less yeah, discussion, the, exactly. better the, the better for the creativity, you know. I agree. You need some quiet for your mind to be able to just explore. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Um, and that and that makes a ton of sense too. And I do remember when you bought that house and how excited you were. Right, um, right. You totally were there. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just incredible. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just I'm really happy for you that you have that experience. And I I I agree. I'm not sure. I do. I see the struggle of people who are recognizable everywhere they go and not able yeah. to kind of live like a normal quote unquote existence but um i think it's a it's a gift to be able to um be the musician that you are and also be able to live yeah. your life and and kind of yeah. like do what you want to do and cycle around the lake and get your coffee I <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah i love it i mean you know the only time it's like it's kind of weird when you when you do like you know bigger events or something because people pay so much attention to detail Mm -hmm. that's by that's by the way a thing you know that i kind of experienced like more and more since you're do, during the pandemic you know people are so much more on the computers and kind of you know scanning everything through what you do right, right. And, and kind of also being judgmental i mean oh my god that was like the funniest thing because uh, i need to tell you that that's so funny so uh the i think about like almost a year ago or something i recorded something for dw and see this is how detailed pe people kind of you know pay attention and yeah you know i had kind of you know the night before i partied a bit had like a bunch of whiskeys and stuff i didn't shave <laughs> for two weeks and and on top of it i wore like a 2xxl shirt so it looked like a tent or something instantly people were going like what's happening with him you know it's like you know <laughs> beer and stuff like you, know, you drink so much beer or blah 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 what's going on it's like oh my god you know oh, no, no. I'm the same. I'm actually not that big. My shirts fit the same. I'm actually a cyclist, you know. <laughs> but people, you know, now you have to be like careful about every kind of presentation and how camera angles is what you wear, how you kind of, you know, act. It's like people got so detailed and pinpointed about like all kinds of online performances and things like yes. that. That is new to me because usually it was like, oh, yeah, we film like a little bit. Oh, here it is. And all of a sudden you go like, whoops. Oh, okay. Comments oh, about right. your shirt, yeah. comments about your hair, comments about your beard, <laughs> about anything. You go like, fuck, <laughs> I just, I just want to play music. <laughs> I know, I know. And I, I do agree that that is, that has been a progression, like a really quick progression right? over the past yeah. almost two years, right? Where like suddenly everything is, is super overanalyzed um, oh, right? with everybody yeah. online, everyone paying attention to what other, other people do. And almost like living in this online world, so that it yes. is, yeah, it is analyzed quite it a bit. Became a universe, you know, all yes. of that. You know, yeah. you know, oof, um, you know. <laughs> one of the one of the things that disturbs me a little bit um, uh, is the the filters that that yes. people use, and like, <laughs> I, I admittedly am not the best at all the technology stuff. Like, I absolutely do my best. Yeah. And, but so I'm not up on like all of the different things that you can do and, and filtering and, and things yeah. like that. But, um, it is a little bit scary when you see someone that, you know, what they look like yeah. and suddenly they have like, their eyes are this big and their eyelashes yeah. are huge and the, the lips are the, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so the whole, the whole animated thing, you know, that they kind of, you know, put out like, you know, it's, it's, 
it's fun just when it came out so you can see what it what, uh, you know yeah, what it was. Yeah. But then it gets old very quickly. And then, you know, you go like, what the hell, you know? <laughs> right, right. And then you wonder, like, you wonder what's real. And that's the part about it that I don't like. And you think yeah. about, like, kids right yeah. now. And I know that, like, ages me thinking about, like, the next generation. But, like, you know, the the fact that it's it's a little bit scary to think about how... Well, how we, we grew up with magazines. And, and, and right. our parents said... Oh, it's giving an unrealistic ex expectation. These magazines are giving kids an unrealistic expectation yeah. of what people are supposed to look like because they had, um, you know, ways to Photoshop things back then. But, yeah. you know, and, and it was it was always like super, super thin models and all of that. But the the things that kids see nowadays and, and adults really, too, because I do think it, it affects adults in the same way, looking at the ideal yeah. Um, which isn't real. And, and so it's just, it's a little bit crazy. It really is. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a strange animal, you know, that also, you know, um, the one thing that is a little bit disturbing is there is no more, how do you say, like, um, mystique about like many artists, you know, because meanwhile, a lot of people just chime in online and like, even like, you know, some of the biggest stars we know, like they kind of all of a sudden reply to certain people's messages and stuff like that. So there yeah. is like, it takes away a little bit from the mystique of of an artist sometimes, you know, right? right. Everybody seems to be accessible. Mm -hmm. And people also lose respect, you know, for artists. You know, they kind of write to some of the people I saw, like on, I don't know, it was like Jimmy Page's page or something. I'm a huge Zeppelin fan or something. But my God, you know, did they give him... Uh, uh, did they give him shit like for being like, you know, with his girlfriend, yeah, who's obviously like much younger than him, you know, so... Right, but, right. But, but people, but people gave him like comments, you know, like I just kind of browsed through that, like, like ins insults and just like, you know, unbelievable things where you go like, oh my gosh, there's mm -hmm. no, there's no res really respect in the world. Everybody just says bluntly out, you know, what they think without, right. you, know, you know what I mean? And it's, it's kind of, that is a bit disturbing, you know? It is. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think that the remoteness of being behind a computer gives yeah. people an idea that. Yeah. They can type whatever they want. And then yeah. also, and also, I think a lot of people don't think that the artists actually see mm -hmm. that. And and a lot of artists do. They see it or they hear about it. Um, yeah. And so it's, yeah, that's a hard, that's a hard thing to deal with. I always, I always give the advice if you're going to be in the public eye to develop a thick skin, first yeah. of all, oh, yeah. be, be really secure in what you're doing because like you said earlier, you make music that you love to make and, and you're very authentic to what you want to do. And I think as mm -hmm. long as you're that kind of artist, it doesn't matter what people say about it because you, in your heart, know what you're doing is authentic, right? It is, it is unbelievable, really. You know, the thing is you can make the most beautiful statement, you know, and yes, to be very honest, I am pretty blessed, you know, with the releases I do, I get pretty much a lot of love from my followers. So that's actually a good thing. Everybody just comes in for the right reason, pretty much. Mm -hmm. But, you know, as the equation is, you know, what did what did an old record company uh, acquaintance once say to me? <laughs> Sorry for using that quote, but because sometimes it's like, uh, okay, first of all, you can do whatever you want, like the most beautiful thing. There will be likely always someone, you know, like one or two people who kind of just have a bad day. And, and then, you know, and you go like, what, really? And what did he say? He goes like, yeah, in every crowd, there's a douche. So, <laughs> you know, you gotta... Right, yeah. And so it's like one of those things But that last album I did, you know, with Randy McStein together, actually, uh, our second album, it was one of the best efforts we've ever done. You know, we're both like absolutely convinced. And people give us a lot of love. But yeah, on and off, still, somebody kind of has something to write and you go like, what's wrong with this? This is, you know, it's just... Right plain beautiful we're happy our fans are happy but some idiot has to write something you know that you know so of you course. can't so when you're in the public eye you know when you're when you become a public figure you have to deal with that you know you attract exactly. lovers and some haters then too yeah they so were <laughs> as long as long as the balance is right you know as long as it's like you know maybe one in two thousand or something hey i don't give a Exactly. You know what I mean, you know. Yeah, so I and, I, and I do think I do yeah. think that's um a perspective that comes with time in the industry too, because you know you get less concerned with what 
people are saying and more more yeah. concerned with authenticity and it's a little bit of a gift in that way i think it's uh, it's all good that way you know and i as an advice you know for you know the upcoming generation you know who wants to make music and stuff like that you know yeah meanwhile it's like you know um a lot of focus is always on social media you know but yeah the times are also different you don't really sell as many you know copies of albums anymore so the whole big dream of like okay i'm going to become like a rock star is now very different you know mm -hmm. yeah social media presence i guess is really important and uh but you know money is really being made now of going out or also selling merch and being clever you know in this kind of direction but i think what people should really be aware of as long as soon as you hang your ass outside the window you know then yeah then you're a target for everything then you have to you know accept everything that comes in and it's not yeah. always you know and so yeah I, I think you know people you know especially on of the younger generations now you know should be aware of that you know that it's and and they are obviously you know but yeah that's that's the world we live in you know everybody says write out you know what they think and uh there's the internet bullies and there's right. like the internet lovers and the people who give you joy you know the main thing is like that you know who you are and and that you continue uh what you love and do what you do best and kind of believe in it you know and if your family and your friends and your bandmates or whoever believes in it too and your followers then you're a success you know yes the, the rest doesn't matter you know that's so, great that's great advice i love that so much <laughs> uh, and you know i always think about that old saying if you don't have anything good to say don't say anything at all right Thank and you. it's it's yeah. just like people should live by that Oh yeah, just live by it. I remember there was there was, oh, there, there was like totally this one idiot, and I I rarely write something, you know, but uh, uh, you know, to people, and because I stay out of I stay a little bit out of that kind of thing, because as soon as I chime in on comments, then every then the floodgates will open, and everybody will go like, oh cool, hey, let's communicate. So I kind of yes. usually don't even really look at those kind of things, you know. But I remember there was like one thing I posted for my community, and it was like actually. I thought something really beautiful, like a lot of melodic approach and everybody loved it. And there was like this one idiot just kind of chiming in going like, can you play something musical? <laughs> and, and I just thought like, you know what? Actually, I'm going to write this guy. You know? mm. and I told him basically to look, you know, we're doing this here, you know, for my music community. I'm doing this for free on top of it. You don't even have to pay to kind of watch this. I'm doing this to make people happy and my followers are happy. If you don't like it, why don't you go somewhere else? Go to a different side, you know, instead of spreading negativity, you know? Right. And yeah. that's the thing where I go like, my gosh, you know, like what do comments like that even do? It's like it right. only says about, it only says something about yourself. Like some negative person who thinks, you know, who who didn't get what they deserve or, or you know, had, had maybe a bad day. Mm -hmm. you know, don't spread negativity out into the world. Just take it somewhere else, you know, go yeah. and have a drink, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? right right just yeah yes obviously like and i and i i think about um one thing that always comes to mind when i see a comment like that and someone just just posting something negative just to post yeah. something negative and i i think like you know they they're they probably have a tough situation whatever yeah. their situation is they're not a happy individual and so yeah. That kind, that's kind of what goes through my mind when some when I see something like right. that. And it's like, well, you, know, you don't have happiness to give, then yeah, then you're frustrated and you know right. reflected on the rest of the world and do kind of things. You know, that's like yes. and that's unfortunately a thing that happened like just recently, you know, with the whole pandemic. And I mean you 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 saw how people were getting some people couldn't take it, you know, the whole frustration of it, you know, and it leads to unnecessary things you know like for example you know the attack on the capital or whatever you know about what things like that all of a sudden all this anger builds up and all this yeah. frustration and all this kind of ah uh, it's kind of yeah. it's kind of sad so we, we had definitely you know throughout the pandemic some good things happening but also like you know some very unfortunate yeah absolutely I, and i do i like what you said though about surrounding yeah. yourself with people who are the same you know that that are supportive and good people and happy people because i feel like that's that's the insulation you know yeah. against, against everything negative i gotta say it was look i'm i've been touring for so many years you know you know that you know and we know each other for such a long time but for me i i came to realize 
a lot of things I wasn't even thinking about the last year when the lockdown really happened. And look, I was doing the same thing I would do usually anyhow. I was writing music. But there was one difference. I was stationary. You know, I was here. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I had time, more time to hang with the friends I usually would hang with. Mm -hmm. And strangely enough, I remember there were like a few people where all of a sudden, all of a sudden thought like, hang on, these are actually not a good match. I'm not saying that they're not a good match for anyone else. Sure. But was, you know what I mean? I kind of all of a sudden thought like, hang on, that's actually not my style at all. What, who am I actually hanging with here? And I kind oh. of li literally let some people go out of my life and some new ones came in. Like, you know, I learned a lot about, you know, friendship. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly the way to put it. Because on the road, you don't really have it that way you kind of meet new people almost every day and then you know your followers you know they tell you anyways what you want to hear so you feel like great then everybody makes you feel good but real friend who you can kind of rely on who is you know who's there for you in all kinds yes. of you know hard yes. times you find, you find that out if you're kind of stationary a little bit and if you kind of spend time with people and that was like a thing that i had to really uh, that i learned um pretty much last year to go like hang hang on who do i who am i who's good to be in my life to, who am i letting into my life and who do i keep out yeah right and Wait. i'm not not saying that those are bad people or something it's like maybe they're good for somebody else but yes yes but maybe they just don't gel with what you what you know what you have going on or yeah. what you want to spend your time doing or talking about or yeah. that kind of thing yeah. i i learned almost two years ago, a year and a half ago or so, yeah. um, what it means to have have true friends and yeah. to know who has your back, who you can rely on, who exactly. is there for you. And I, I had previously been in a situation where I was the one yeah. who was there for everyone else. And, and it, it was an amazing turn of events to be yeah. um, surrounded by amazing friends who were were right there right there when i needed them you know and it, yeah yeah and that's um so yeah and then i spent the last year and a half really understanding who was in my life and why and who i wanted yeah. to ke keep in touch with and spend time with and it's just yeah. yeah it's it's amazing to have that perspective it really is it's eye opening isn't it it is Yes, I feel I feel like that's a perfect way to say it. I feel like my eyes are wide open mm -hmm. um, and and it's and that's an incredible feeling. It's sometimes, you know, even people, you know, you work together for decades with and all of a sudden you get so disappointed sometimes and you go like, really? You know, yeah. these, you know, and then on the other hand, you have the same people, you know, or, or not the same people or other people, you know, also for a long time and you and you never really paid fully attention. All of a sudden it's like, oh, my gosh. Those are yeah. actually really nice, nice people. That's kind of a thing, you know, that you learn yeah. something the hard way and sometimes something yes. beautiful, beautiful falls from the sky, you know? So I guess, you know, that's really how that, how that is, isn't it? You know? Yes. I love, I love that. Something beautiful falls from the sky. I like it. <laughs> so nice. Uh, and speaking of people that we gel with, I, on a musical level, I just want to talk about the, the trio um, drummer tour that you did years yep. back with Chad Wackerman and Terry Bozio, which yes, I mean, the three of you together is just mind boggling, mind blowing. Uh, um, fun, yeah, if, you, yeah. if, if you did a three, uh, a trio, trio <laughs> drummer tour today, yeah. who could you imagine doing that with? Oh, that's a good, <laughs> with you? <laughs> and, <laughs> you I'll be tour manager. I'll be your tour you manager. Be in it, and uh, <laughs> and um, oh, I don't know. You know, it's kind of it's so so funny because um, I rarely actually think from a drummer's perspective, as you might know already, because you know I mainly consider myself as a writer, really, as a songwriter, and uh, and the drums are just one of the instruments I kind of play. And when people always ask me like, you know, who you listen to drums wise right now or yeah. that, <laughs> I actually, I, I actually really don't listen so much, you know, to the, I mean, I obviously listen to the drum playing and I appreciate it, you mm -hmm. know, everybody is good, I appreciate. And, uh, but um, I know I'm not, I'm not really kind of geeking out about like certain instrumentalists. Yeah. You know? 
I, I just love the whole concept of it, you know. So, you know, favorite bands, favorite artists and what they have to say, really. But I'm not really yes. a geek where I go like, okay, who has like the latest technique and what is <laughs> to do? And I go like, that's not really what music is all about, you know. But, um, but so I like, you know, to revert back to that question, to go out with people who have a great musical ear, you know. Mm. And listen. So obviously with Terry and Chad, that was great, you know. Yes. Uh, I could see myself do something with uh, with uh, Dennis Chambers. I know we have tremendous respect for each other, which is great. You know, he always says very yeah. nice about me. And I met him many times and he's a great guy. He's a phenomenal player. I think he has really good ears, great group. Mm -hmm. And um, the other guy I was planning to do something with uh, and we've been talking about this for a while is Zach Danziger. Yes. So, because we played a few festivals together and uh, and uh, hung, and we're thinking about maybe doing something together, because that would be that would be if it's a trio, a very unusual but cool trio with a lot of diversity in it, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I I think that would be incredible. It and you're be right, cool. like three totally different styles, yeah. but all incredibly musical. And um, I love Dennis. Yeah. so much and and then i think about zach yeah. i always say zach zach like he is such a creative mind yes. like his, his brain works in the most incredibly interesting way and spending time with him like you said you guys got a chance to hang and spending oh time with him yeah it, it's it expands your brain just being around him i think yeah such a great guy and we had so much fun and talking about you know our musical uh strategies and also ideas you know and so we instantly connected instantly like it was mm -hmm. like oh this is cool you know so we were like uh asking which companies could kind of you know basically provide us you know with 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 a cool touring schedule and something and so um it might be worth following up you know how it is you know when you're on the road and then you make plans and some get realized and some maybe later you know <laughs> right right well but that could be that could be a thing that that would be nice to follow up on you know that would that would be super cool and i will totally tour yeah. manage you guys so no <laughs> you, you gotta join in you gotta join in <laughs> you gotta play i love that that would be that would be incredible well we'll we'll talk more about that because i can't wait i know we've got a little bit longer before things start moving kind of really yeah. really moving again but when they do yeah. i'm ready yeah that'd be good we already have a tour lined up with the aristocrats so we gotta have literally almost oh my gosh like two a two or three months tour coming up in the next summer so that's already booked and then i'll, I'll be on the cruise to the edge uh together with randy mcstein we're gonna do uh we're gonna present our music um there so yeah things start start rolling again you know touring wise it was like when, when the tour schedule came in I didn't know whether I was kind of, you know, happy or kind of scared, you know, because I like because I like my time at home so much, you know. <laughs> like, oh. But it's like something that is just calling, like, and also when I started doing the gigs with Mohini, it just felt good to be again. Mm, yes, there. yeah. It's like it's like being. Sometimes people ask me that, and they go like, because I I also, you know, during the pandemic went to local jams or when people recognized me and they were like you know a, a band who are playing there they always kind of asked me to jump to, to join in and i'll do it mm -hmm. like, that's so cool that you jump in and play like some songs with us you know why do you do that that's awesome thank you and i go like well no it's a it's a calling it's not like you know a question about it it's like look if you're if you're a firefighter and there's a fire you go you're a firefighter you go there and kind of you know yeah. help you with fire. <laughs> and that's the same with being a truthful musician i think you know for me it's not a question about like oh you know cherry pick the thing it's like no 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 no. you play that's what you yeah. do that's why I, that's why i'm here and if somebody clicks with you musically then that's what you do it's it's joyful universal language you know? it is exactly exactly and i i think that um a lot of the people that i've been talking to a lot of the musicians have been saying that um the same thing that you just said, being at home and kind of gaining that that love of of having this time at home is making getting back out on tour not only exciting yeah. to get back to it, but they're planning more time in between tours or some breaks or that kind of thing. So again, that balance 
is more of a factor. And I think that's, that's super smart. Um, yeah. You know, I think, you know, the balancing, that's, that's what you kind of find out because on the road, you don't have time for that. You just roll. Yes. You just you know? go, then, go, go, yeah. go. And then yeah. all of a sudden you get like way more conscious with more time to plan ahead. And, uh, and, and I think that's, that's really kind of the beauty of it, you know, to have, having had the time to kind of look into yourself maybe and come up with new ideas, you know, and just enjoy life a different way, I guess, you know, but look, I guess if you're a happy person and you, you know, you, uh, how do you say, like you feel comfortable in your own skin or something like that, right. Mm -hmm. You know, and you have happiness to give, then you can, you can be wherever you want to, you will attract the right people that are good for each other and kind of be a good magnet. I think, you know, that really, that's what really happiness is all about. Not trying too hard and just letting that flow, you know, it will, it will speak to you, I think, uh, and to the world as well. It sounds very esoteric. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that though. I, I, I like that you're sharing that because I agree with you yeah. totally, you know, positivity attracts positivity. It's just, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, like I always say, when I find someone who I feel like enhances my life, I always just kind of like grab on and hang on to them and, you know, and, and make that effort to, um, to show them how much I appreciate it because it's, it's such an amazing thing. Like we've, we've said a few times in this, um, conversation, but to have really great people in your life and surround yourself with great people. Well, yeah, because otherwise, you know, your life is, you know, you, you need you need that, you know, to kind of, um, yeah, share the love and kind of uh, be in a state of happiness. That's really what it's all about, you know, because mm-hmm. time doesn't wait for you, you know. Don't waste your time with something you don't like. Mm-hmm. Regret yeah. it later, you know, that's kind of a thing. That's kind of, you know, sometimes, man, that's, that's like, I, uh, and I, no, I don't want to judge about this, but sometimes I go to my, you know, in the morning, I go to my regular Starbucks, you know, I do my bicycle tour around the lake. <laughs> and, and I usually end up at the Starbucks, get the coffee, do some emails. And all I kind of what I usually do, I, I go there. And then when I when I kind of get to know some of these people a little better, I go like, you know, we start hanging out maybe and have a drink somewhere or whatnot. And I go like, hey, what is a talent that you think you have or something you always wanted to do and never featured? Mm. And I think it makes people kind of look inside of themselves and maybe kind of think like, oh, shit, maybe it's time to rearrange something or maybe not. You know, but I think it's always a good idea to look into yourself and go like, hey, what was a thing that I never featured? Something mm. that I'm good at that I w- always wanted to do because now is the time. It- it's now. You can't kind of do this dream or develop this dream anymore when time flies by because you don't realize all of a sudden, all of a sudden that train has you know, yeah. you know what I mean? You got, you got yeah. to take, you got to walk through the open doors at the right time when they're open and don't be, don't be scared. Don't be afraid of, you got to, yeah, yeah. you got to be ballsy, you know, grow mm-hmm. balls and do it, you know, yes. because yeah. if you always live your life, you know, with that safety net, you know, then, um, I don't know. See, I don't want to be judgmental and I didn't want to kind of sound that way there, you know, but I, I just wanted to kind of, I think my mission or well, my message was just like, I think it's really important to follow your dreams and, and right. try, you know, try, absolutely try it. You know, you can still, if you don't like it or something, you can revert to something else back, you know, but that's true. Go yes. for it, you know, go for it. Yeah. I, I always say, do the scary thing, do, do, it, do, the, yeah. do the thing that's scary because you're going to, two things are going to happen. You're going to realize that it wasn't that scary. Yeah. And you also are going to realize that, if you can do that and come out the other side, whatever it is, whether it's public speaking that's challenging or whether it's like taking a job opportunity that's a little bit like, you know, a leap of faith. But yeah. if you do that and you come out the other side, you realize how much else you can do. Like, right. Right. If I made it through that, then what else can I do? Where can I go from here? And yeah. Yeah. And then things just become less scary. And then you start realizing that um, you don't need a safety net. You yeah. can make your own safety yeah. net. Absolutely right. that. Absolutely that. Because at the end of the day, you know, the people who really kind of most people, not all of them, but most people who work with you, they don't do this for charity for you. They do mm-hmm. They do this to get something out of you as well. Sure. A lot, of, a lot of people are in for selfish reasons. I think it's really good to pay attention to yourself. 
and not let other people talk in or conduct your life, you know, because right. everybody wants to get something out of out of you. You know, that's that's kind of the thing. You know, like I said, not everyone. There are really good souls in the world as well. But that's kind of the thing. It's like, you know, um, this uh, girl Kendall here, you know, she's like this great singer songwriter. She's, um, you know, she's just kind of getting started and she has this amazing talent. Like I, I did some recordings with her here and uh, she has this fantastic voice always on pitch pretty much when you sing almost everything at first take. She's a songwriter as well. What a talent. And you can immediately see like the vultures and sharks are already kind of, you know, circling and giving her publishing deals and have her sign this and exclusivity kind of things. I was like instantly going like, come to my studio. Let's kind of work together. Mm -hmm. I didn't want any money. I didn't want anything. I just did this, you know, because she's talented and she, mm -hmm. she didn't have any words to say. She was like, why are you doing this? This is so nice. This is so such a good environment. And we made the best music there together and she feels really happy with it. And we're doing an EP now. And I just say like, look, I've life has given me like so much. I think, you know, but you're not getting anything out of it. It's like, no, I do because I learned together with you. It makes us better humans, you know, mm. doing this. And I'd rather kind of, you know, I'd rather help someone, you know, who's talented like this than seeing those guys, you know, kind of getting, falling into the hands of like, you know, some selfish, you know, management company or something who, you know, take the loot and run. You know, I kind of hate that stuff. You know, I learned to really despise this, you know, like, you know, non-musicians trying to kind of hop on the wagon to get squeeze some penny out of it, you know, can't stand it, especially when you're a young artist, you're so vulnerable, you know, mm -hmm. that can yeah. really, you know, destroy yeah. you. you know, I, so. I absolutely understand what you're saying. And, um, and I think with the ideas that, that young musicians have nowadays kind of from social media about how everything works. It's, it's mm -hmm. a little bit, it's a little scary. I'm actually working with this organization called future youth records and yeah. um, they it's, it's a nonprofit and we help kids make music and yeah. you know, it's a, there's a social justice theme to the music. So a lot of the kids are writing right now about emotional health issues. A lot of them are writing about environmental issues and it's incredible um, to work with them and, you know, we're getting them in touch with people like entertainment lawyers who understand what's necessary and where things can get, you know, a little bit, a little bit crazy with, with, yeah. if, if there's not a full understanding of the industry and how it works, how, how bad things can get, I think from very bad so. deals. Yeah. Very um, and yeah. yeah, so, so it's interesting, but I love that you're doing that and, and helping her out. And that's fantastic. And again, it, um, and how it is helping you because it's helping you feel good and it's helping you. I think um, that's important, you know, and also featuring, you know, talent is, is, is a good thing because it's, it's a universal language. Like I said before, it stays there. Like if, if see Neil, uh, Neil Peart, you know, bless his soul, you know, uh, he was a great guy and I had a chance to hang with him and, and talk about kind of things, you know, and he said, he said once this thing that was like so sweet and uh he said if that was by the time um uh what was it again he said something that he was with his daughter he was kind of you know watching the stars with his telescope or something he goes like because if it brings her joy then it brings him joy and it multiplies mm -hmm. by two, you know so and i guess that's kind of really what that is that that is for me the same thing if i you know hang with someone like handle and i see how how happy she is and how much she likes the music and how much it's like something that gives you the energy as well mm -hmm. you go like oh this is so much fun and it becomes just this joyful collaboration and you just you know um there's nothing bigger than money can't buy that you know money, yeah. can't, money can't buy that you know money can't buy talent you can be the richest person you know on, on earth and the most unhappy person if, if you if you know if you surround yourself with the wrong people or you don't know who your friends are or you or, or you you don't feature your talent money don't doesn't do anything you can buy the you can buy a helicopter but you still can't play double <laughs> with your feet or something you know <laughs> that's true it all you know and it, and it can't buy true friendship and it no. and it can't buy love yeah. and it can't buy real yeah. happiness and you know, those are all things that you get by, I like, it, like we were saying before, putting it back out into the world. And I think it comes, comes right yeah. back to you. And yeah, um, you can always, always make the world a little better place. You know, that's, I think, you know, really the mission 
that we should be on to, you know. And and so I get always so disappointed when I see something like, you know, a talent who is like, you know, such a has a God-given talent, and then you know, you see friends who really like them, but then also exactly, you know, like this amount of people who are greedy and stuff like that try to, you know, interfere, you know, with someone, you know. So I always kind of put this message out there to the world as well. It's like, you know, absolutely believe in yourself and don't let anyone talk you into what you do. Because if you're already good at it, then there's a reason why they into your life, why, why they are already into your life and try to kind of, you know, talk you into it. So right. don't don't let them do that. You know, it's like, do what you what you do and, and and stay truthful to it and then your call will get heard you know and so and then surround yourself with nice people and i guess you know then if you're if you have like a little bit of wit for business and obviously you need that these days too knowing how to how to how to market yourself is obviously one of the points you can't you know if if nobody knows that you're out there then obviously you know absolutely but yeah, yeah it's a it's a it's a fine line you know so but yeah there you go. <laughs> I, lo I love it. I love it. And thank you for being who you are, Marco, and for your friendship and your yeah, time likewise. today. Likewise. It's so good to see you always, you know. So, so good to see you. I'm going to put some links in the YouTube description and in the show notes for the podcast so that cool. people can follow you and check out what you're up to and see some shows in 2022 when you're on That's tour. Right. So that's right. We'll uh we'll make sure to point everyone in the right direction. But thank you uh, so much for your time today. Thank you. It was absolutely an absolute pleasure. And next time we shall go to crazy cool places and watch watch people kicking uh, uh, taxi cab doors in. Remember that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, more road adventures to be had for sure. Yeah. Excellent. All right. You take care and I will see you soon. Absolutely. Keep me posted then. You too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in today. Join us each Tuesday for new episodes of Sarah Hagen Backstage.